Welcome to the Grad School Femme Touring Podcast. This is Dr. Yvette Martinez Vu, and I will be serving as your Femme Tour, providing you with tips and tricks and everything else you need to know to get into graduate school. For the past 10 years, I've been helping undergraduate students get into top graduate programs in their field, and I'm really excited to share this information with you too. Feliz Año Nuevo. Happy New Year, everyone. This is Dr. Ayvet. It has been several weeks, two and a half months to be exact, since I last um, recorded an episode. For you, it's been roughly every two weeks because I had my maternity lineup of episodes, and I hope that um, you enjoyed those. But I'm actually really excited to be back. I did take some time off to have a baby. And I know that I was really nervous about that because um, if you didn't know already, I know I've mentioned in a previous episode perhaps too that with my first child, when I got pregnant, I was a grad student. I was going through a lot at the time and I did undergo complications. I hemorrhaged, I lost three liters of blood and I nearly died giving birth. And so taking the risk of getting pregnant again, of um, trying for another baby, and then going through a relatively smooth and healthy pregnancy, and again, a relatively smooth and healthy birth was um, very healing for me. But that's not to say that it didn't come with setbacks. Um, Healing from a C-section can be um, difficult and uh, you take two steps forward and then one step back and um, I, I'm still not 100% there in terms of my physical recovery but um, I'm doing really well especially with regards to my mental health with my first child I did end up developing postpartum depression I've been very open about that especially as it relates to the work that I've done with Chicana Mother Work another collective I'm part of And this time around, I was worried that I would fall into that depression um, once again. But thankfully, um, I've actually been feeling really well. I've been experiencing more joy than I think I ever have experienced in my life, which is a lot to say (laughs) as someone who has, you know, referred to herself as introverted and even pessimistic. Um. Now I'm not quite feeling that way. Um, I'm finding joy in a lot of things. I'm focusing on gratitude and just I I feel so privileged, so blessed, and I want to share that with you all. But anyway, um, today's episode is actually titled Abundance versus Scarcity Mindset. And the reason I decided to publish an episode on the topic is because it relates to New Year Intentions, which is the last episode that you listened to. Um, And it relates to my own vision board. So I think I mentioned that every year for the last couple of years, I've tried to have a theme or a word of the year in Last year, let's see, 2020, the uh, the theme of the year was courage, taking big risks, doing things that scare me. And in 2019, my focus was healing, 
healing the bo- the body, mind, and soul. And in 2018, the focus was stability, especially financial stability, financial literacy, but it, it was about stability. Um, and so 2021, I was thinking, what is, what is going to be my word? What is going to be my theme? And I did wait until the last minute to decide. And I think some of it was influenced by my peer group, by my group of friends, and just getting to witness amazing, fierce mama scholars living their best life guiltlessly. And that for me was so motivating because I am living in many ways my best life right now and I have experienced a lot of guilt and I've had to go to therapy to address that. Where does that guilt come from and how can I work to reduce it? And so being inspired by my peer group and going to therapy and going through this transformational birthing process, experiencing so much joy, um, I realized that my word for 2021 is abundance. And it relates um, to wanting to have more and give more and also thinking about this abundance and scarcity mindset because um, I, you know, I, I've learned about the abundance and scarcity mindset just from reading a few articles here and there. I know that um, it's talked a lot about, uh, talked a lot among circles uh, in like environmental groups and um, business uh, groups. Uh, so, but for me, I'm thinking about it how how it relates to me and my personal life. So what does an abundance consciousness or an abundance mindset mean as opposed to a scarcity mindset? And where does that scarcity mindset come from? And I have a feeling that since you all have, um, many of you have similar backgrounds as me coming from low income, first gen, URM, you know, I had, you know, grew up with a single mom with six kids in the Northeast San Fernando Valley predominantly immigrant, Latinx community, like I got accustomed to this, having this scarcity mindset because I grew up uh, poor and not having a lot, not having access to a lot of resources. Um, And now my circumstances are very different and they are going to be very different for you all, um, believe it or not, because most of you are working on getting your degrees and most of you are also aiming to pursue an advanced degree. That's why you're listening to my podcast. And so your circumstances will change. And even if they don't change soon enough, you can still kind of gain this abundance mindset to attract and manifest bigger, better things that are going to, you know, help you get to where you want to be. So what, I keep talking about this, but let me just define what these mentalities um, mean to me or how I'm interpreting them. So for me, uh, let's start with the scarcity mindset. The scarcity mindset means viewing life as limited and as only having a certain number of things, whether it's money or resources or access, so that if one person gets something, that means there's less available for you. Um, so feeling like there's only a finite amount of X of whatever that thing is and that thing, these things can run out. So for instance, that your money is going to run out, that your 
access to resources is going to run out that if someone got a scholarship that means that you're probably not going to get it just feeling like there's only so much abundance on the other hand is this idea that there's more than enough for everyone and that it's almost like never ending just like that there's a plentiful amount of whatever it is of money of resources uh, access to things out and you just gotta go out and get it and um when you're pursuing opportunities it's it's feeling like they are limitless feeling like you just you know if you don't get one thing move on to the next and eventually you're going to get the thing that you're working on and a lot of times folks who have an abundance mindset tend to be grateful for what they have um are willing to like work more with others are really happy to see others succeed um and are like more willing to set goals and take risks and um, willing to kind of embrace change. Um, and yeah, I mean, versus the scarcity mindset where you may be afraid of change, you may, you know, secretly not want someone to get something or, or you're like hoping that they fail or you, um, I don't know, you may criticize others or hold grudges or just feel like there's just not enough, that everything is like constantly running out. Um, so for me, I want to focus on abundance because I feel like for so long I have had this scarcity mindset, especially when it comes to money and finances I've been so scared you know scared to even like treat myself to things scared to go out and and do new things scared of failure oh my goodness that is a big one especially for someone like me who grew up being very perfectionistic wanting to please others I was always afraid of of displeasing others I was always afraid of not doing things the right way I was afraid of trying new things and so this time around, I, I want to do a little bit more. So I know I shared my, my vision board on Instagram. And that vision board says, read more, be more active, more smoothies. So it's focusing on the more and not less. So be more active as opposed to try to eat less or try to watch less TV or whatever it is. Like that's focusing on the negative. Um, I'm trying to focus on the positive. What can I do more of to make? So for instance, more smoothies. If I drink more smoothies, it's going to, I'm making more room for the smoothies. So that means inevitably I'm going to eat less of the unhealthy foods I've been eating. Um, so I also have like prioritized rest. So as much as I want to do more, I also have a newborn, an infant who, you know, takes up a lot of my time, my partner's time. Um, I'm also very tired. I'm exhausted. We're not sleeping very much, but that's just how it is when you have a baby. Um, And even now she's sleeping way more, but I'm still um, pumping milk to breastfeed her every three hours. So I'm not 
resting or sleeping as much, but I'm trying to rest more. So finding moments for rest. I'm still trying to, you know, pay off my credit card debt and student debt. It's going down a lot more. It's gone down a lot more in the last couple of years, but you know, I did put a halt to it because of 2020 and all the changes that came with it. So I want to kind of get back to that. Um, skin, hair, and body care. That's part of my self-care. Um, there's a lot of different ways for you to focus on your self-care. Those are just the ones that I'm trying to focus on. I've been very good at my skin care. Um, not as much with hair and body care, which is why I'm trying to prioritize that. I may post a picture of myself because um, I'm trying to embrace my wavy hair. Um, and I've got quality time with my partner because with two kids, it's really hard to find one-on-one -on -one time. So we're going to have to figure it out and prioritize that. And then laugh more. If you don't know me very well, which most of you don't, <laughs> I actually, when I crack up, I have a very loud laugh. Some people say that it's contagious. Uh, some people say that you can hear it from a mile away. Um, my laugh is so loud that I've actually made my baby cry. I've startled her. I've scared her. I've woken her up because my laugh is so loud. She's getting used to it now, but <laughs> initially she kept, every time I would laugh and crack up, she'd cry. Um, but laughing more, um, I've noticed that the days that I laugh the most are actually the days that I feel the happiest. And so I'm, you know, trying to find ways to, to laugh more. And then I also have, um, a goal related to the podcast. Uh, I put 2k followers and 200 listeners right now. I have a consistent, uh, one a little over a hundred listeners. So there's like a hundred of you out there that every time I post an episode, you listen to it right away. And um, I've got how many thousands of listens? I should probably check, but I have, I don't know, 8,000 listens or more. That's like total number of listens, but I do have like about a hundred of you who consistently kind of follow the podcast and listen to it. And then on Instagram, I have 800 and something um, followers. So those of you that just kind of see my posts, but maybe don't necessarily listen to my podcast um, consistently. And so I want to just increase it. I'm trying to aim huge because again, I'm trying to keep my goals realistic given that I have a full-time job. I've got my Chicana Motherwork Collective. I've got my two kids. I'm homeschooling, uh, trying to make time for my partner, all these things that I'm trying to make time for. Um, but I think, you know, aiming for 2,000 followers is not a bad thing, and you all can help me with that by tagging your friends if you find these episodes helpful, and having 200 consistent listeners. When I started this podcast, I told myself, if I can just help one person out there, aside from the students I work with in McNair, if I can help just one more person aside from that with what I post on my podcast, then I've done my job. Like, this is a resource that I've created for you all so that you have access. I believe in accessibility. Um, I believe in giving and sharing, uh, sharing knowledge, sharing the wealth. And so that's why I have this podcast. And I hope that you'll share it with your friends who you think might benefit, benefit from it. So yeah, so those are all the things that I'm focusing on this year. Um, I'm in my 30s, so obviously my vision board... My goals are going to look completely different from yours. 
Um, but I, I, I still, I know it's, by the time you listen to this episode, it's going to be, what, July, January, uh, what day is it, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, January 8th or 9th, uh, when it gets published, and it's still, it's still early enough for you to work on a vision board, don't feel like you had to do it in late December or right around the new year, you can still work on a vision board, so long as it's still January, even February, there's still a lot of time, go ahead and work on one, what I did was, in the past, I worked on it, um, on a poster board with magazines. This time around, I just, I didn't have the energy to gather all the crafts, all the arts and crafts to work on a poster board. So I worked on mine on Canva. A lot of us work on Canva to create our flyers. That's how I create my flyers for uh, my Instagram account. Um, yeah, and it was really easy. I literally just, uh, searched vision board on the Canva search tab found a template and added my things it was I really enjoyed it I've also seen um colleagues of mine friends of mine who have used um like for instance uh, a prop or a toy like a wooden horse or a um or an animal of some sort and then painting it and then gluing um some of the words that you're focusing on like a like a vision unicorn or vision horse or vision owl or whatever animal you choose to to use and then just putting these words that kind of inspire you and then having that on your desk or your dresser or somewhere that you see regularly as as this like reminder of the things you want to focus on this year I haven't done that. I think it's a really neat idea. I just haven't done it myself. But since I created it on Canva and it's almost like a flyer, I actually have it on my desktop as my desktop background. And so literally every time I go to the computer to work, I'm looking at it and I'm being reminded of, okay, this year is about abundance. This year is about trying to do more, but also rest more, but also laugh more. Um, and it's, it's a really nice thing. Um, and that's why I wanted to talk about the abundance versus the scarcity mindset, because if you're finding yourself feeling, feeling negative, feeling pessimistic, feeling like just everything is going wrong, um, feeling hopeless, um, just know that there is more out there for you, that you just got to keep going. You got to embrace the changes that are coming in your life. Um, don't give up. Keep working towards your goals and before you know it little by little you're gonna get there you may have setbacks remember two steps forward one step back you know life is progress is not linear it's cyclical healing is not linear it's cyclical so yeah you may kind of move forward and then you might experience a few setbacks um and that's okay you know just because I feel great now doesn't mean that I might not feel depressed later I acknowledge that that may happen, but um, I know what to do now to access resources to get better, and that keeps me hopeful. Um, I think that's all I want to share for today. I have a great lineup for this year. So many ideas just from you all, from Instagram, from your emails to me. I also am thinking 
I may try out some group workshops with my listeners if you're interested in like um, just workshops to apply for grad school, to apply for scholarships and fellowships, or just to receive advice on how to prep, how to prep for grad school. Um, I'm open to it. I think some Zoom workshops would be really neat to meet my listeners and to make it accessible, affordable for you all, um, especially if it's in a group setting. Um, <clears throat> I can reach a lot more people. And what else? So aside from workshops and episodes, um, perhaps creating more handouts and flyer, I mean, handouts of information that I can share with you all, uh, more giveaways. Yeah, I mean, that's, those are some of the ideas I have for this year. I'm still developing them. Again, I'm just fresh out of my maternity leave. I'm recording this the weekend before January 4th. And it's my last weekend at home with my baby. After that, I'll still be working from home for a little while up, up until um, our university declares it's safe for us to go back to work in person. Um, but it's not going to be the same. I um, It's so bittersweet because I definitely enjoyed my maternity leave. But I also really enjoy my job and enjoy recording these episodes. So, you know, I'm both looking forward to getting back to work and also going to be missing the time that I'm spending with my baby. But again, I'm grateful. That gratitude of like having the privilege of a maternity leave. I know not everybody gets to have one, um, even though it wasn't a full 12 weeks like some people get it. I think it was maybe 10 weeks that I took off. But anyway, I'm going off topic. I really hope you get to work on your vision boards. Think about your goals for 2021. Um, Embrace an abundance mindset and see what you manifest this year. I'll talk to you all later. Thanks so much for joining me in the Grad School Fem Touring Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you tune in. You can also support the podcast by donating to my Patreon page, Anchor page, or Venmo account, which is at Grad School Fem Touring. If you have questions or episode topics, you can contact me by sending me a DM on Instagram, sending me an email to gradschoolfemtouring at gmail.com, sending me a voice message on Anchor, or sending me a message via my personal website at yvettemartinezvu.com. Until next time.